so we're going to do a Cheltenham preview. Um, obviously, we're joined Peter Finch, legendary tipster. I won't say and no. Another, Not this week. Another legendary tipster, in my opinion, Chris Loder. And both friends as well, I may add. So, we're going to look at the first day of the Cheltenham Festival and we'll start off with the Skybet Supreme Novice Hurdle. What's the views on this one, Peter, to start with? Um, my view is that Shishkin is probably too short. Um, I haven't looked at the markets. When I did this earlier on the week, he was favourite. Is it still favourite? It was It was around 3 to 1, 11 to 4. Yeah, I mean, normally a winner of this race normally has won a, a graded race, and I, I, I'm not too sure that what it's, what it's won is of the highest quality. So I'm, I'm against Shishkin. Um, Asterion for long, I think, has got a good chance. I think that run in Ireland at Leopardstown was very good. Run a bit green, so I think there's a little bit more improvement there. I'm not sure it was William Mullins' first choice that day, because I, I don't think it was on jockeys. I, I think Townend rode something else. So, yeah, Danny Mullins. Yeah, yeah. So that would be the, uh, in there. And Fiddler on the Roof, I think, if, if it comes up soft, that's got to have every chance. I think the Tollworth's normally a good pointer to this race, and I think Fiddler on the Roof, along with um, Esteron for longer than the two for me. Okay, interesting. Um, what about yourself? I know one of your favourite horses, M. Boy Allen, is in this race. What do you think? Is it? Gordon <laughs> nah. Elliott said he'll decide on Sunday morning um, where he's going to go. Uh, they're a bit worried on the ground for him. If it came up quite testing, they'll go Supreme. If it's okay, they'll go Ballymore. Uh, we'll probably talk a bit more about Envoy Allen for the Ballymore because that's where I think he will go. Okay. But Shishkin has been the favourite for this race now for the last month or so. Well, I think he's got a good chance. Uh, Nicky Henderson, though, hasn't got actually a great record in the race. I think before Altior won it a couple of years ago, his last winner in it was in the early 90s. So he, he's not really the trainer that does well. But Shishkin, he does have a bit of class about him. I think he does have the X factor. I think his run at Newbury, not Huntington, was, was his better run. Um, but I think I would like to take him on and I agree with Pete's selection filler on the roof for Colin Tizard I uh, had a small bet on this horse straight after he won the Tower. I forgot on it 10 to 1 so got a bit of uh, the value there um, he won the Tollworth quite well the form hasn't stacked up too much but the way he did it suggested that he'll stay slightly further and if they do go fast I think he'll be coming with a late run his jumping as well is fantastic the way he jumped at Sandown was very good uh, I think he's got a good each way chance I think it's quite a classy supreme I think you could easily give a case to five or six horses and you wouldn't be surprised if any of them won I mean but JP um, I don't quite know what they've decided to do with Shantry House yeah that, that's a horse I do like yeah or Sporting John I mean I did make a point in another broadcast that I did that I think Sporting John is one to watch in whatever race it goes into but I think they'll keep them apart so I think Shantry House will go for this one and then I think it's the Ballymore probably um, yeah. the one over two and a half is Ballymore. it? Yeah uh, where Sporting John will go I think that was very impressive last time so um, but it'd be interesting to see where they where, where they go Abu Kadabras uh, near the top of the market I mean I, I couldn't have that with counterfeit behind him boy Adam doesn't mm. really doesn't really strike me as a supreme hurdle winner looks a bit ungenuine but um, the ground could be a concern as well if it does yeah. come up on the soft side yeah absolutely so I wouldn't be I wouldn't be with that one as I said I think it's between uh, Astro and Philong with Willie Mullins who's got a terrific record in the race 
and Fiddler on the Roof would, would they're the two that I would plump for. What I plump for out of those two, I'll decide probably near the, near the time. Really. What I'll probably do on that advice is be against Shishkin, but wait till the, the official decks come in because if Envoy Allen does go for another race, Shishkin's going to be 6 to 4, 7 to 4, so it could be a late. Or back your two selections, that'd be the way I'd look at the race. Yeah, I mean, yeah, these trainers will make up their minds. As I said, a point That's I've made before mm. is because it's now four days and not three. Trainers and owners are looking for what races they can win, not necessarily the prestige of the race that they're going to win. So the champion hurdle, which we'll talk about later, has, has been sort of watered down because horses can win the mayor's hurdle. Um, and, you know, certain races trainers will go for because they get a win at Cheltenham. It's not the prestige of being a champion. It's, look, we've won a race at Cheltenham, even if that is a mayor's hurdle. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the two we're looking at are Astron for long and the Colin Tizard runner which is Fiddler on the Roof, Fiddler on the roof that for this race that'll be the two we're going to focus on jumping on to the second big race the Arkle what are your thoughts on this one Chris which one which one we want to be with I think this is such a hard race I think the way I think the way I've been my angle into it has been tactics there's a lot of horses in here that like to be handy up with the pace I mean, I'm, I've actually taken a massive flyer on one here, and Pete will probably raise his eyebrows. <laughs> I'm interested to see, even though he has drifted out, and he might go for the, the what is now the Northern Trust, the Close Brothers, and has now become the Mayor's Hurdle. So it's taken a while to get used to these new sponsor names again. But it's Precious Cargo for Nicky Henderson. Now, he hasn't really shown too much in the form book to suggest that he's capable of winning the Supreme. But he's been running in some in some good chases he um he finished second behind moonlighter of nick williams who's a horse i do really rate and the way that henderson has said in the quotes about him is that he's a horse that will like a strong pace and be held up at the back and he's 66 to 1 in in a few places i, I mean he might not turn up here but he's one of interest if i have to go for one a bit more at the head of the market i probably would you uh, play the extra markets on Betfair, maybe six places, that's your, that's your sort of bet. Yeah, maybe for Precious Cargo, I don't know what price I could get. The one that, if I had to stick my neck on the block with one that more of the top of the markets would be uh, Mare Banry for Dan Skelton. Now I know she's a mare, I'm not a massive fan of mares really for this kind of level, but she's done nothing wrong, she's won all her starts this season, and I just think she'll be ridden to, to place I think she's good each way back and if and you saw a few years ago when St. Calvados and uh, Petty Mouchoir they, they took each other on they so early terribly, they, they, they really I think this has there are a few horses in here that might sit back and that like to maybe cash back Global Citizen get on with it Notebook is a horse that likes to go from the front I mean I just think it could be a it could be a real it could come into more of a standard test and okay. the prices I'll probably go with Mayor Van Rue, but I do like maybe so that'd be your two against well. the field yeah, and would, maybe so. play the Nicky Anderson or the place market what about Mr Finch what, what are we going for here well I'm definitely not going for brewing up a storm okay. again I wouldn't have that with counterfeit money your money <laughs> or anybody that gave me any money at Cheltenham to put money on that I think it's uh, you get overhyped horses and I think this one is overhyped Scottish knots aren't very popular down here anyway so yeah I mean it's a bit that. like lost in translation <laughs> which we talk about in the Gold Cup and have a over, overhyped tools 
Bring Up a Storm might be well regarded by Ollie Murphy, but it's not widely regarded by me. I, I couldn't have it. Um, I do think that No Book is a, is a superb jumper. I think he's already beaten Cashback. I just got a feeling that Cashback might be able to uh, reverse the form. Willie Mullins again has got a good record in this in this race, and I think there wasn't much between the two. I think it could be a, a possible improver. Um, Fakadurari um, is an interesting one we haven't seen for some time. I think I don't know why it was pulled out of the race in February, but it was pulled out. Yeah, the ground concern I was think. it, yeah. yeah, and that would be the concern again. The worry there was that Sam Crow, who we talked about overhyped horses, there's another one, yeah. um, was giving it a, giving it a fairly good race when it came down, and I think there was a weight differential that day as well. So we'll get the age allowance if he turns up too. Yeah, so um, I'm not sure about Fakadurari. I think it's a race, this is one race that I won't be putting up a selection in, but if you push me in a corner and, and, and tied me up yeah. and, and, and threatened me with a knife or threatened to shoot me, then I'd, I'd say cash back. But it's not, it's not something that I, I've got a strong opinion about. So it's small stakes for this race from for Mr Finch and looking from Chris's point of view, he likes the, the mare, Marie Van Ray and Precious Cargo potentially in the place market. Sounds good. Um, Jumping on to Champion Hurdle. Probably the biggest race of the day, mm. yeah. The Champion Hurdle. For me, just from a spectator's point of view, yeah. I, I think this is very, very competitive. Um, I think it's competitive, but I don't think it's very good. Yeah, that's why I was just about to jump onto it. Yeah. I mean, I think you could run this race maybe 10 times and I think you maybe get a result each time. Um, what's your thoughts, Pete? Which, which one would you want to be on? Uh, I'll tell you which one I wouldn't want to be on, and that's Epitome. Okay. Um, I mean, how again? This is favour. I don't know. I mean, they tried one of the mayors last year, and they and Nicky Henderson was saying it was one of the best um, chances that he had, and completely flopped. I think it wore a hood as well. Um, and whatever he says, and I, I noticed that he gave an interview saying, "Well, pundits are saying that you know it's best on flat tracks. You know, we're confident we're running well at Cheltenham. I just think it is better on flat tracks." The Kempton run was superb. Obviously, this is a backup for um, Bouvardier, who unfortunately had that terrible yeah. incident at Newcastle. And she has been impressive, but I, I, I couldn't have that. Um, so you'd I, want to be with her at City Entry, maybe at Master Nine. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and, and Penton Hills is another one I can't be on either. Okay. Penton Hills does not strike me as a, as a champion hurdle contender. It was out-battled by... Um, Bally Andy, mm -hmm. uh, they have sort of done something with the wind, and they've had a little um, go with the wind for Pentland Hills. But it, again, it doesn't strike me as a champion. Hurdle. Saying that though, this is a weak champion hurdle comparison to many years before, because you're not. It doesn't look like you're going to have Honeysuckle in there. It doesn't look like you're going to have the Willie Mullins one in there either. So There's no stand though, is there? And just sort of linking into um, the Envoy Allen will go. Envoy Allen will go for the Supreme or the Ballymore. So at a big, big price. And I'm going to get probably shot down for this, but Bally Andy, I think, will could finish in a place. And I don't think there's going to be that many runners in the race. I could be wrong. So I think Bally Andy, who will stay further and probably should be running over further. These races are run at normally good paces. So I think Bally Andy could pick up the pieces at 25 to 1, 33 to 1 for a second or third spot. But I've got no real strong opinion. I mean, you've got Sharjah in the race. 
I mean, that's not top quality. I'm not sure that being Petit, Petit Rouchard this season is well, top. Yeah. No, it is what you've got Super Sunday, who strikes me as a horse better over a little bit further. So it's it's it's, it's, it's to me it's, it's a champion hurdle in name, and it's just another race that has no interest for me whatsoever. Linked into your sort of Bally Andy opinion, I mean, I, I quite like Cornerstone Lad at the price. I mean, I think yeah, I think another one. Yeah, I think over this sort of trip stamina test. I mean, well, you get in races like this. Sorry to interrupt you, Marcus. Yeah. Is everyone's focusing on Mullins, everyone's focusing on Henderson, everyone's focusing on Gordon Elliott. And it's not a vintage champion hurdle, and, and I agree totally. I mean, Cornerstone now, if I remember rightly, wasn't far behind. A length, and it was yeah. in front. And, and it got more, gave more weight. Just, yeah. <coughs> and it had a bit more weight as well. I can't, if I'm, I might yeah. be wrong. 61 so in grade one. Yeah, so, so, grade yeah, one. yeah. Um, which they won't have in this race, because it beat Boo the Dare, didn't it? So yeah, Cornerstone Land, Bally Andy, all just like that, perfectly fine to go each way. I think they will outrun their odds. It stays as well, Cornerstone Land. I think this this sort of trip what up price that hill, forties. Yeah. It's overpriced. Well, they yeah. won't be now after they've heard you put it up. No, <laughs> I haven't put it. You put it up. You uh, mentioned well, it. Well, it's gonna be up sixty sixties. But but I mean, yeah, that, that's my opinion of the race. And again, it's another race which I won't be betting on. Okay. What about Mr. Loader? Um, What's your opinion? I think you could back a few in here and you would get a decent run for your money yes the quality might not be good but I think Epitone is probably the right favourite actually she she has beaten Ballyandy she's beaten Silver Streak she's beaten the right horses to suggest that she is favourite um, the only concern would be the track but she does have the excuse of the equine flu jab from last year um, but I, I would like to take her on because I think uh, you, you can get some value out there and the one that it's just been I don't know what price he'll be I, I think he could actually become second or third favourite for the race he's been put, put up by a few shrewdies and that's Darla Star for uh, Gavin Cromwell now this horse this time last year was running at Wexford in handicap hurdles off a mark of 104 now I think you've I think you've got to forget where he came from and if you look at his last two runs He's suggesting that he's capable of holding his own at this level. He nearly beat Honeysuckle at, in the Irish Champion Hurdle and finished staying on second. The time before that, he was a little bit unlucky not to get closer in the Royal Bond Hurdle behind Envoy Allen and Abacadabras. I think that Darva Star is a good each way bet and he'll be coming with a late run and he's won over slightly further so he's not going to get out. He's not going to get outstayed so he, he's definitely one to consider. The horse that I do like as well away from Diver Star is Super Sunday. Now I know Pete said he's better possibly over a little bit further. Um, but I think this is the race they should have run him for the last two or three years. You might forget that he beat Forheen in the Irish Champion Hurdle a couple of years ago. And I remember I actually backed him that day. I got on it like 20 to 1. And, it, and he went off about 8 in the end. But he was quite well fancied for it. And okay, it was a race that fell apart and he picked up the pieces you staying on strongly at the end and I think that could be the same here I think you know he's going to be doing his best work till late he's a horse that likes to have a run normally he's had one run and they've been saying that this is the target oh yeah this is where he's going he's not going for the stairs because he's proved that he doesn't quite get the three miles there's no two and a half mile championship hurdle at Cheltenham he's won the Coral Cup before so he likes the course I think he's a massive each way play and I think it was going to be those horses that maybe can stay over two and a half that will be coming at the end. I don't think there's a I don't I don't think there's a speedy type. Do you think there could be a potential massive a big bunch finish at the end? Or I think the pace will collapse with the finishers. If Cornerstone Light can get the fractions right? 
Well, that's the, that's the one with the pace, and that's the one that allows the sort of horses that stay to get involved. And, and obviously, Chris has mentioned one. I mentioned the other with Bally Andy. I mean, it will try to that. That's the one that will set the pace. Yeah. So you need to stay well, which is mm. which is obviously the, of a high importance, and that would make me question Leopardton and Pendant Hills because I think the race will be run at a strong pace. And Pendant Hills, it's okay having a little uh, operation on his win, but to me, he should have won last time. And it didn't. Yeah. There was no excuses. There's no excuses at all. Because we, we were actually we were at Ascot and there's a few mm. people. I was telling you to lay him. Yeah, yeah, you told me to lay him. Yeah, and uh, a few people actually thought he'd won. Um, I was on Coniston lad, but um, yeah, it was a bit of a shocker in the bit for the photograph and running. But do you know? Just I think we're sort of we're all sort of in agreement. This isn't a vintage renewal. Does this not maybe put question much why they're not putting honeysuckle in here? I think she's not speedy enough. You don't think, you don't think she's, I think she's better over further. I okay. think she'll get three miles in time. Yeah, I think you're right. I, um, but it does surprise me because I think... Annie Perra? They did it with Annie Perra. Yeah, strikes me as a, as a trainer that would go for it, but he's obviously declared the fact that he's not going to go for it's it. Going so. for an easier I think they were really worried uh, in the Irish champion hurdle. She only just scrambled home. Like I said, with Darva Star that I yeah. put up here. He would have got past her in another couple of strides. Yeah, I think that was uh, a good performance from her. Like most it, it of these horses, if when they get headed, mm. the way that they run, like she, they, they she's, she's a good battler. But I just wonder, yeah, if against the boys, even though she has beaten them, uh, was it in the Morgiana? Possibly, don't quote me on that. She won a, a race at Fairy House, didn't she? A, a two and a half mile against the boys, even though she has beaten the boys before. I think the two miles just caught her out. And yeah. uh, and her ability won it rather than her actual yeah, yeah, yeah being there up to the so just rounding this up Peter likes Bally Andy at a price I like Cornerstone Lad at a price and Chris your selection was uh, two Darvis Star Super Sunday yes Darvis Star and Super Sunday Super Sunday okay good luck everyone with that one anyway moving on to the mares what's your thoughts on this one do you think it's a two horse race or what do you think Yes, so this is one race where it is a, a toss of a coin. Um, I think Benny Dido is going to win it. I think there's not much I really want to dread on the race because mm. I don't think it's that. I, I, I don't. It's a two-horse race, and it's whether you come down with the Mullins or the Bombhead. Uh, the Bombhead. It's, it's going to be a good race, but I think I side with Mullins one. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm looking at the race. I can't see anything else. I just, I just. These things are about stone mm. clear minimum, aren't they? Yeah. Gonna come well clear. Just depends who sort of pulls the trigger first, I think. Um, what about yourself, Chris? I, you I think actually it's a, it's a bit harder than everyone's oh, making right. out. Okay. Um, Benny DeJure, I, I actually took her on last year and I was actually on Ro Roxana, so I was the only one cheering when Benny fell. So <laughs> you wouldn't have won. No, no I wouldn't have won. No, but, yeah. but I just, I think she is the one to beat. I think she'll have the edge on Honeysuckle, but the one. One that I, I would be willing to back her each way. I, I think Stormy Island has really improved this season. Season. She's about the third favourite in the in the betting. She finished second in this race last year. But I don't know if um, people have seen her earlier runs. She used to be so keen, so keen, and this year she's settled far much better. She's undefeated this season. She's taken on the boy. She won the Limestone Lad hurdle at Nace last time out, I believe. Um, and that was a really good performance, and she'll get the two and a half, no problem. She used to keep finishing well, second. Would Lady Buttons run in this? Yeah, she, she's not good enough for Cheltenham. No. Uh, 
they've met uh, Phil Covey's met it's not yeah. a track she could maybe if there's the four places getting paid out if there's yeah. a bit of a big field she yeah. could be one but I think I honestly think that it'll be um, between Honeysuckle and Venice de Jure and if one of those two maybe blew out made a mistake I think Stormy Islands is still nine to, 9 to 1 you know that's not a bad each way bet and I think Roxana as well don't discount her she won the race last year and this has been the target oh yeah she might have disappointed when she um, blew up at Ascot but she ran a more solid race last time and I think she finished second in the Raquel hurdle on New Year's Day if she runs that kind of race again she's, she's got a chance of making the freight obviously Benny is the one they've all got to beat in my opinion yeah. I, I don't I think Honeysuckle has the Cheltenham factor to overcome for me she didn't go there last year it's not obviously she's got the talent to win but I just think Benny is the class yeah of the two but if one did make a mistake Stormy Island's Stormy good potential pick yeah. the piece of score I just think that's a good bit of value so Pete Swift Benny um, I'm with Honeysuckle and Chris likes Stormy Island and if Stormy Island and if we don't get the winner then we I think we need to get a new job I think yeah definitely mm. yeah we're in trouble moving on to the next race we're going to look at the Northern Trust Novice Handicap Chase and I know Chris has been very eager to get his nap He's absolute banker of the meeting out here. So here you go, Chris. Don't, it's not, don't last not, not quite my banker, but it's my it's probably my best bet on day one. It does look like you're sort of bet like and a 25, 35 runner handicap. Yeah, right Burbank is going to be. <laughs> no, it's hold the note for Mick Shannon. Now this horse has totally been laid out in this race. Now there will be quite a few other horses that have been laid out, but his profile suggests that he could easily be this year's Plutard that blew the field away last year. Now the same connections won it in 2018 with Mr Whitaker, and I think this horse, if you look for its form, it's been geared for this race. It was really unlucky two starts ago when he had to be pulled up because he was in badly interfered with at Kempton on Boxing Day and I think he would have won that day and that form's rock solid because the first four horses in that race have come out and won again since and they've won good races too. You've got the likes of Simply the Best in there and on the slopes that have got chances at the Cheltenham Festival. He then ran over three miles last time out in the novice uh, uh, in a novice graded chase at Warwick. He finished second over three miles. Just lost out on stamina to two for gold in testing conditions. Dropping back in trip to two and a half miles will be absolutely ideal. And I just think the connections, they know how to win this race. They've had it in mind all season. And I think even though he will have to carry top weight, I wouldn't read into that because the, the difference between the weights in this race is so small that I think he's got a cracking chance and I, I think at 10 to 1 I think he still is in places he's, he's certain if he gets a clear round to finish in the first three I think he's I think, and I think he's definitely the one they've all got to beat you know just for the viewers at home Chris is Chris excited um, he really fancies this um, me and Pete aren't, aren't as brave for this oh, well, race well I'm not even interested yeah, yeah, um, the only thing I would man. say is there is a horse in this race I don't know where Nicky Henderson's going to put him because he is entered for this one um, Champagne Platinum, I don't know where he's going to go, but it's one of my two horses which I put here actually, Sporting John and Champagne Platinum. It's well handicapped wherever Nicky Henderson wants to put Champagne Platinum. Mm. I think you've got to be to take um, consideration. 138, every yeah. chance, 150 rated potential? Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's yeah. just, he's just, if there's ever a horse that they've not tried on, and we're allowed to say that, should have allegedly not tried on, <laughs> um, it's Champagne Platinum. And I've just yeah. watched every run that it's had, and it's just, there was one race at Newbury where made Barry Garrity made no attempt whatsoever to get anywhere near the front three. 
and stayed at the back and then run on again. So champagne platinum for me. If it if does turn runs. up in this race, good each way. But watch out for that horse because I think Big Henderson's targeted that, that particular way. Okay, that's interesting. So hold the note for Mr. Loader and champagne platinum if he runs for Mr. Finch. And moving on, I have no interest in this race. I'm, I'm not as brave moving on to the National Hunt Chase Amateurs Ride over three and a half miles. What's your thoughts on this one, Peter? Um, my thoughts are past this one to Chris. Loader, um, the judge, let's go. I really fancied carefully selected who's the favourite for this. Back Is this because Ruby Walsh put it up the other night? Or? Uh, no, 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 I fancied this in January. Um, okay. But when he won, um, very impressively, but the next time out his jump in was really sketchy and I just question that, that I just maybe it did come a little bit too quick for him because he had to qualify to get into this race and Patrick Mullins has been so sweet to ride him in this race but the one that I will put up is a horse that I'm actually on 50 to 1 anti-post I backed it straight away after it won at Exeter it's called Springfield, Springfield Fox and it's now about 10, 12 to 1 in places. It won really well, didn't what, what? it? It won at Exeter by 17 lengths. Yeah. And Johnny Burke, who was aboard that day, did not move a muscle. What do you think of the jockey booking, though? No, no, he's, he's good. He's all right. He's all right. It's not, it's not the kind of jockey you'd like to see, like Jamie Card, Patrick Mullins, yeah. Derek O'Connor. It's not those kind of names. You make a bigger price. Noel George is a capable jockey. There's, he, he, he's not a bad jockey. And... I'm thinking more of the ability on the horse, you know, he's going to love the ground, it should be on the testing side on the first day, and he stays forever, he's undefeated over fences, I just think if carefully selected, doesn't run his race, he's going to go well. Look at the pieces, you don't know if it does win, that account's going to get closed, you know that, yeah? Yeah, I'm on at 50 to 1, so. Yeah. You can't get an account close to betting on Cheltenham, surely. <laughs> I can get nothing on, but anyway, yeah, that's yeah. another topic. So, we're looking at Springfield Fox and carefully selected for that race, and that rounds it up for day one um, hopefully we get a few winners across, across the card so real I'm pretty confident as well um, Coniston Lad does the business we'll all be laughing won't we for more episodes please follow us on Twitter using our handle of In The Saddle Pod and we're also available on Facebook and Instagram <laughs>